You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. All right, welcome to it. Talking Walking Dead on the Blaze Radio Network. Episode 612. Oh, my gosh. You know you liked it. It's another excruciating episode. Talking Walking Dead. Jeff Fisher here, Jason Betrayal, Aaron Hernandez, the expert. Experts. Yeah. Now I have two experts joining me on Talking Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm just a fan, not even an expert. Well, of course, you know that already. All right, episode 612. Um, yeah. We'll start with. Well, we'll start at the beginning and the end at the same time. Carol, at the beginning, I thought, oh no. She's mm. she's she's going for she's all in love and she's saddening she's weakening she's become going back into her she's trying to get rid of being the uh, uh, being the bad guy and become a female all over again and I'm thinking snap out of it and then at the end we find out oh my gosh yeah. she's captured and I thought there you go that's what you get she's fighting who she is in this episode so like she's like waking she woke up in the middle of the night was that like a list of all the people she's killed that's what it looked like I to think me so yeah. Um, and then she goes into, you know, Susie Homemaker mode, making cookies, pass them out, putting on the Carol Mr. Rogers sweater and roaming around town. She's definitely fighting who, who she actually is, and I think she's gone through a metamorphosis where she's not that girl anymore. She's, uh, she's now new, you know, badass Carol. And uh, it's definitely taken what's about to happen in this episode to bring her back into reality and say, okay, you, you've, you've moved on. From who you used to be that's not you anymore no it is not and aaron we talked last week about uh rick getting cocky uh and thinking that uh you know we're gonna go against negan and that's what we do and this you know we can do this no problem and uh we see that uh even though it was a struggle and he brought the people along and we're still you know struggling carol morgan uh and they're all having their own little uh inner struggles of uh you know the way the world is um but it just was too easy. Rick got way too cocky. Very cocky. And, uh, you know, you see at the beginning of the episode, at least when he came in and was talking to the church, it was almost uh, as if the writers put in, to say, a messiah complex. We saw the big cross behind him, and he looked yeah. almost like a prophetic figure giving that uh, speech that, hey, we are going to go to war, and we're doing this. And uh, I think his cockiness has led him a little bit way too quick to violence, and it even sh- went into the realm of recklessness when they took out the two guards at the at the compound, and they didn't, you know, you couldn't interrogate them. You didn't know how many people were in that um in that facility. If they could have been, you know, they might have been an ambush. I mean, he's getting reckless, and uh, we see that his recklessness. It could possibly cost somebody their life yeah. here with uh, Maggie and Carol. I love, uh, I love how you pointed that out. I, I was trying to think what that meant when I saw him when he was in like, the like, church. Yeah, and the camera angle was done specifically for that. You know, it was like kind of up angle. Look at you could see Rick right yep. over his shoulders, yeah. the, you know, the cross. And I was like, what are they trying to do here? And that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had uh, so we were at the compound, and we, you know, we we struggle with all that. And uh, we struggle with bringing the people along. And uh, I have, I'm not quite sure why, uh, maybe it's just Carol's own struggle, uh, why she's playing nice with uh, Morgan instead of, uh, you know, setting him straight. 
But uh, I am not sure. Morgan is looking like he's going to be an issue again. I hate who Morgan has turned into. I know that we talked to, before I even came on this. I was like, my worst episode was when we had to sit through and the whole Glenn controversy of is he alive or not alive. Oh, I like that episode. The backstory though. of Morgan. I know, I like that. Oh my episode. gosh, I punched my TV in the face at that point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and now I'm like, dude, you have this badass inside you. We want it unleashed. I don't want to see that how you gripping with your newfound respect for life. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I, I don't understand why he. I mean, I. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. I do understand why he is. You know, feels that he has to uh, um, approach life first attitude, but not in today's world. Well, they're setting it not up. in today's world. They're setting it up, and and Carol, what what, what they what they uh, highlighted with Carol in this episode is kind of like I think that's the personification of the struggle that they're going that the group is going on with now. Are they are they these hardened killers? Um, are they moving towards like a, you know a governor type you know community, or right. are they clinging to their humanity? So I guess this is this. I mean, I guess Morgan is just part of that other side of that coin, and Carol start was starting to to shift towards theirs. Look, we're still human. You know what I mean? We're we're, we're just letting you know that we're not going to go all the way. You know, we we still hold on to our humanity. We're not evil. We're not like a governor's you know group or society or whatever. Uh, that, yeah, but go ahead. But we see Rick. You know. His actions there were so like bloodthirsty. Even he said, yeah. "Look, it's either us or them. We got to do this right now." And uh, I mean, I think that that whole uh, you know uh, uh, problem really uh, came down. I guess was epitomized by Heath and Glenn killing the two people in their yeah. sleep. Yeah. And uh, this is the first yeah. time we've actually seen Glenn kill somebody that's not a zombie. And, or that uh, wasn't trying to kill him. Questions are going to be really arising within Heath and Glenn in the next coming episodes. Yeah, I mean, well, he struggled. I, I have to go back and find out exactly, but I think maybe Glenn has killed someone who was actually trying to kill him that wasn't a walker. But that's you know that's wasn't he didn't just go all out kill someone that wasn't trying to kill him. So the director to get as much out of Glenn as he or what's his name Stephen Yoon. Yes. So to get the most out of him and to really show how how conflicted he was and torn up about it, they didn't show this in the actual show. But he, the director, had like it was like a mannequin laying there, and he had a wedding ring put on the uh, mannequin's uh, hand as he was laying there and put it on his chest. So he was like, "Stephen, look at that." He wanted him to see that. He wanted to see the humanity that that this guy had. Right. So he wanted him to be conflicted about it, which I thought was just really cool. I mean, he, I'm Stephen's an awesome actor. Wow. He didn't need that anyway. But it just showed or that reading that really, you know, kind of put that into focus. That's how much he wanted these characters to be right. conflicted. But, but hey, I loved that takedown. That whole takedown from. <laughs> so yeah, he what they weren't smart with just com- taking them out. But it was so military, preci- so much military precision was put into that. I loved it. And for someone that comes from a special operations community, the way they like did, did their room clearing, yeah. they took down the door, and then everybody that was like an actual military movement how they did that, which I thought was so dope. So I mean, it just, it, but it, it shows how they are. So they obviously have never met anything like this Negan character. Uh, w- w- you know, remember right. the, the you guys saw the um, and I know Aaron. You know, I know you know the significance of this. That picture, those pictures on the wall, how they had their heads bashed in. I'm sure you know. Yeah, what that was, that was intense. That was dope too. That but that comes from what? That probably comes from the Negan bat. I'm assuming. Yeah, I think so. Which is Lucille. You know, uh, I think Lucille. Lucille. named after the uh, Rick. Uh, uh, not Rick. I uh, love well, 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 just McCall. Um, 
uh, Little Richard song. That's what he named it after. <laughs> right, 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 right. But um, so, but yeah. So we have never Rick's group has never seen anything like what what Negan uh, is, and they're kind of building to that. Like this is something that is on a whole nother level. But what I also think is cool is that Negan has never seen something on Rick's level. So they're a smaller group. They're not as bloodthirsty, but they're a tight group. They work well together. They have military precision when they do do a hit like this. And I I'm I, I'm just liking how they're setting up how you know two kind of you know big boys in the block are about to clash. It's going to be freaking awesome yeah it's gonna be fantastic i love how they did show the polaroids there of those victims during that scene where he's having trouble killing that guy and it just kind of you know i, I love that the, the them being conflicted and them seeing that and going look man that's the reason why we have to do it and that's yeah. why rick is right in this decision right now let's see we've we're we're uh at the or we've conquered the building or the satellite building and we're feeling still again still cocky uh that it was over and did we put the armory in the camper truck and ship it off before negan got it back is that what we're hoping for they didn't take the camper did they yeah the camper drove off it did i didn't even notice that yeah they said goodbye to the camper huh. oh that's right they said goodbye to the camper so did they is that where the armory is did they load the armory up into the camper and now that's free I, I think they did. That's not in the comic book. This whole sequence was not in the uh, comic book. Uh, but it's I mean, you don't need to talk down to us. You don't need to talk down to us, Mr. Comic Book. I got it, okay? <laughs> I got it. But uh, I'm just thinking that because I've got Carol and Maggie, because they were busy cat fighting off in the woods instead of paying attention. Yeah. Uh, and there's another significance on that in the storytelling. They're trying to shelter Maggie. From all of this, you know what I mean, Carol specifically. Yeah, but really, there, there's no hiding. What you just put yourself into, what you started, there's no hiding from it now. Right. It doesn't matter who you are, what your condition is. There's no hiding from it. You can't. You cannot shelter her, and it, it proved right there. Yes. It, it, trouble came to them because of their actions right now. Can't. Right. Exactly. It's gonna come. Um. All right. So now we're uh, we're we're at the end and we're waiting to deal. And whoever's talking to Rick at the other side of the walkie-talkie, there, uh, put down your weapons. He knows we can see them, right? Yeah. And he knows yeah. we've got to talk. We've got Carol and Maggie, somebody you might want to talk about. Okay. So I got my theories on this. Aaron, okay. back me up, bro. So yeah. <laughs> so we see Daryl's motorcycle come out right at that moment, right. which Ooh. to me was a call for. For the last guy that took, that we saw right off on that, took which was bite. Dwight. And Dwight is another comic book uh, character. Am I right on that, Aaron? Yes, that is that is correct. You know what? I didn't put, I didn't piece them together until you just said that. Yeah, that's the guy that, that took the – took the. Uh... It's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the crossbow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so my – what's interesting there, I'm wondering if he's part of this group that's holding Carol and Maggie – but he, the reason I'm saying that is because is he has a major bone to pick with Negan. Well, so, we know that from the earlier episodes. He was trying to get away. Right. right? And guess who um, Dwight's wife, beca he becomes his ex-wife, but guess who she marries in the comic books? Who she switches over to? Negan. Right. So huh. I'm curious if this whole confrontation here is going to reinsert him back into another comic plot line. Very possible. And that's good news for on our part for Daryl. Because right. Daryl, despite them stealing their stuff from Daryl, Daryl actually helped them. Right. Right, right, right. And was human to them. So he might, you know. There's some sort of soft spot there, yes. Maybe he'll let them go. I don't know. We st we still have to see. I, I think in the comic books, he's like severely disfigured, this Dwight guy. He was punished. Yeah, I, very disfigured. He's disfigured by Negan. 
And was it because of the I don't because of the woman and basically Negan is you know the ultimate badass alpha male and he takes what he what he wants and if it's another dude's wife that's that dude's problem so and uh, this is the situation we're seeing with Dwight so if he's part this is maybe this is my prediction for the next episode okay I'm probably gonna come back here next Monday and look stupid. But <laughs> if he's a part of that group, that gives him some incentive to turn back over Carol and Maggie or give them enough of at a, least help a, a pause to help, yeah. yeah, and then hopefully free them At least up. say not, not get them killed. Right. You know, not get them, save their lives. Yeah. And then we go from there, right? So we have, uh, uh, you have any problem with that, Aaron? Uh, that's a pretty good assumption. We're going to have to see how it plays out. Yeah. That's not what you were thinking, though. But, well, I, <laughs> well, I think maybe uh, not that I could tell what guy, you were thinking. Dwight something is else going to be used to, um, uh, in some way, to get into Negan's complex and possibly take out Negan himself. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, we're walking the same path as that he's going to give the pause and save their lives because he knows Daryl, and. Also, uh, maybe they use Maggie's pregnancy to say, hey, you lost a kid. She's pregnant. Shut up. Uh, and then you tried to get away. When you when when you stole Daryl's stuff and Daryl was helping you, uh, you were trying to get away. Um, we can help you get away. That's a good – I like that. You heard it here first. I like that. If it happens. Talking Walking Dead. Now, I do have one little bone to pick before we <laughs> yes. wrap this Talking Walking Dead up, okay? Yeah. Uh, my my main bone to pick with this whole situation. I've given Walking Dead a little bit of leeway because I have talked on air on my radio show and talked on this broadcast and talked on another, I don't know, national radio broadcast about becoming a, all I want to do is be a walker. That's all I want. That's all I want is be a walker. That's it. I, I'm not asking to, to be a star on your little TV show called The Walking Dead. I just want to be a walker. That's all. And then, you know, I never heard from anybody. I don't hear anything. And I think, you know, they don't do that. They don't have any kind of any kind of celebrities, anybody known that could help them and talk about the show. That's not what they do. Because if they start doing that, then they have to let everybody in, right? So if we yep. do a radio show or we do a national show, then somebody else wants it, and you got to have a TV star. And, you know, the next thing you know, everybody's wanting to do it. And I, so I gave them the benefit of the doubt. But My then. benefit for the doubt is gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see that Mr. Uh, Johnny Depp is one of the heads sitting on the road that they're trying to see as Gregory last night. Yep. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying, talking Walking Dead, is this is Talking Walking Dead, and I want to be a walker. Okay. And I'm willing to, we'll talk about it, but, you know, come on, I want to be a walker. If you're, if you're using Johnny Depp's head. As a head in the road to pick for dead, <laughs> you can certainly use me as a fat guy walker. Which looks a lot scarier. Also. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what looks a lot scarier? <laughs> me as a fat walker? I'm just saying. <laughs> Jason Butrell, Aaron Hernandez, thank you. Talking Walking Dead, Blaze Radio Network, blaze.com slash radio.